Welcome to Treasures from the Bible. I'm Mr. G, and today we're in a New Hampshire cabin for our Bible study. Mr. Carey, the next-door neighbor, had invented a tool for keeping his yard looking just like a country club. So come on and join us as our story unfolds. Hi, boys and girls. I'm Mrs. Smith, Elaine Smith, Peanut's teacher. Let me introduce you to Uncle Tom and his cabin in Heading, part of Epping, a small seacoast town of New Hampshire. Uncle Tom could identify for Joey 100 notable New Hampshire people and tell their stories. His cabin lies about an hour from Acorn Lodge that was President Cleveland's fishing camp following his presidency. The famous poet Robert Frost was also from New Hampshire. Although Joey's favorite poet Robert Browning was not, however, Browning's book of poems that he wrote for his beloved wife Elizabeth had its place in the cabin's antique bookshelf, and from it, Joey found inspiration for his own poetry to express his love for heading. Joey revised Browning's "How Do I Love Thee? Let Me Count the Ways" to "How Do I Love Heading." More than pine cones and pine needles and sunshine days, Joey's second favorite author was from New Hampshire as well, Daniel Webster, who wrote, "The pen is mightier than the sword." Many others were born very near the cabin where Joey now sweated to pick up hundreds of pine cones and sticks with the giant easy reacher tool. Joey was proud of Mr. Carey's invention. This back-saving method of pine cone and fallen stick control, which is so exact and strong, it could pick up a dime or a brick, saving the number of times his back would bend. The easy reacher is like a giant scissors, and with this wonderful tool, Joey knew he wouldn't grab a scary insect or an animal he would rather not touch. However, today. Joey wasn't thinking of famous people or of the brilliance of Mr. Carey's practical invention. His heart felt empty because he was being punished by his dad following Alice May's mother's phone call, in which she complained about Joey. Usually Joe is a nice little boy, but when he gets together with that smart alecky Richard Reed, the two of them get way too brave. And my little house maid came to me and told me how the two of them were teasing her, and I want you to do something about this. Hear me now. On this beautiful afternoon. Joey was forced to use the giant easy reacher so Uncle Tom's cabin could once again look like a country club. He watched the other boys and girls as they had to pass by the cabin on their way from the Heading ice cream shop to the swimming pond. So Joey was feeling that life was empty and gloomy. At this dark and hopeless moment, Joey had a great idea. Hey, Joey. It's too bad you have to work on this beautiful Saturday afternoon. 
I know, Sammy. I'm going swimming. Don't you wish you could instead of doing all that hot work? Hey, what are you calling work, Sammy? Is it that work? Maybe it is, and maybe it isn't. You mean you like doing that? I don't see why I shouldn't like it, Sammy. Hey, it isn't every day a boy gets a chance to use a pine cone easy reacher, you know. Now that put Joey's job in a new light. Sammy stopped licking his ice cream cone as he watched Joey carefully pick up a pine cone and fallen stick in one swoop and place it onto a neat pile. Hey, Joey, let me pick up the pine cones and stick for a little while. Oh no, Sammy! Uncle Tom is very particular about his yard. He wants to make it look like a country club. Besides, only certain people get to use the easy reacher. Come on, please, Joey. I'll give you a bite of my ice cream cone. No, Sammy. My Uncle Tom won't let anyone except me do this job. If it was the backyard, maybe it wouldn't matter so much. But he trusted me with this front yard that faces the main street in Heading, Heading Avenue. Oh, come on! I'll let you have the rest of my ice cream cone, Joey. Please let me try it for a while, please. So, boys and girls, Joey gave up the giant easy reacher with great unwillingness on his face, but a sense of victory in his heart. And while Sammy worked and sweated in the sun, Joey sat in the shade close by. There was no lack of helpers either, since boys and girls passed by every so often on their way to the pool. They came to laugh at Joey, but stayed to pick up pine cones so that when Sammy got tired, someone was there to take his place. By the late afternoon, Joey had besides his ice cream cone a neat pile of four lollipops, six gumdrops, eight licorice sticks, and a host of other items from the candy shelf in the Heading Ice Cream Shop. Given to him for the privilege of being allowed to use a giant easy reacher, and Joey said to himself, "Hey, things aren't so bad after all. I've discovered a great law of human nature: that in order to make somebody want something, you just have to make it hard to get." So, boys and girls, it was after the events of this Saturday morning unfolded that Mr. G began his Bible study. Kids, do you know there was a man in the Bible who also picked up sticks? No way, Mister G. Who was that? Well, in Numbers fifteen thirty-two and following, we read about a man who was picking up sticks on the Sabbath day, the day of rest, during the time that the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness for forty years. Didn't God tell the people of Israel that they shouldn't work on the Sabbath day, Mister G? Exactly, Lizzie, and the people of Israel took this man before Moses, the leader of God's people. You mean they like、uh, arrested him just for picking up sticks? Yes, Joy, and God Himself commanded that this man must be killed for working on the Sabbath. Wow, Mister G! All that man did was pick up some sticks on the Lord's day. Yes, Peanut, but God is very serious about His laws. And he also wanted to teach a very serious lesson about his holiness and his way of saving people. Mister G, should I read our memory verse? Sure, go right ahead, Peanut. Okay, Nehemiah nine thirty-two through thirty-three. 
Now therefore our God, the great, the mighty, and the terrible God, who keep his covenant and mercy, let not all the troubles seem little before thee that hath come upon us, on our kings, on our princes, and on our priests, and on our prophets, and on our fathers, and on all thy people, since the time of the kings of Assyria unto this day. Howbeit thou art just in all that is brought upon us, for thou hast done right, but we have done wickedly. Now therefore our God, the great, the mighty, and the terrible God, who keep his covenant and mercy, let not all the trouble seem little before thee that hath come upon us. Israel actually kill this man as God commanded Moses? Yes, Lizzie, they did. Mr. G, why is this story in the Bible? I don't understand it. Well, Joey, the Bible says that the soul that sinneth, it shall surely die. And this death is worse than what that man picking up the stick suffered. God means that when we sin, it is certain that we will suffer eternal death in hell for our sins. Mr. G, God's rules are very strict, aren't they? Yes, Lizzie, they certainly are. The Bible says in Hebrews 12:14 that without holiness no man shall see the Lord. You see, God is perfect, and He requires that those whom He intends to save are also perfect and holy. But no one is perfect, Mr. G. Doesn't the Bible say that there is none that doeth good, no, not one? Right you are, Peanut. The Bible teaches this from beginning to end. All men are sinners, and what's worse, men think they can please God by doing something to save themselves. This man, picking up sticks on the Lord's Day, the day of rest, 
is a picture of those that should be resting in the Lord Jesus Christ alone for salvation, but men think that they can do something to save themselves. I think I see now, Mr. G. To be saved from our sins in eternal death and hell, we can't do one thing. God must do all the work. We do nothing to be saved. All the work is God's work. Right you are, Joey. You've understood the story of the man picking up sticks perfectly. Salvation from sin and death and hell is God's work alone. Man can contribute nothing. Well, boys and girls, we've come to the end of another Treasures Adventure and Bible Story. We hope you enjoyed our program today. If you have any questions or comments, please write to Treasures from the Bible and outreach at Bible Ministries International and Care of Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621, USA. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye!